2018 is now behind us, and I wanted to share my three biggest takeaways from 2018 with you as we dive into 2019. 2018 was one of the best years I've had in a really long time, and I want to share three big reasons as to why that is. So let's dive in right now. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. All right, friends, you would totally laugh at me if you could see me right now. So the place that I've been recording my podcast as of late is actually my neighbor's house, which is phenomenal because I don't have any kids there. So it's quiet, which is great. And they've got all sorts of like carpet and bedding and, you know, like furniture and things that makes the sound quality pretty dang good. I really like it. But they're there. They're using their cabin and I can't record right now. So I am stuck with either my loud house with my kiddos or um, we do have a little cabin on our land too, but it's all wood. And so it's super echoey. So to counteract that, what I did instead, and I've done this in the past, but you guys would totally laugh at me. Some people sit in their closets to do their podcasting. I am sitting right in the living room, but I've got a blanket completely over my head and over my laptop with my notes in front of me so that it's a nice, quieter, less echoey sound in the microphone. It turns out awesome, but it's ridiculously funny and it gets a little warm by the end. So bear with me. Just thought I'd share that picture. I know you can't see me right now, but since I'm in your ears and you can hear me, I had to share there. So that's how I'm bringing in 2019. Woo! Covered over with a blanket, uh, which which is hilarious. So anyways, I wanted to share with you the big three takeaways that I had from 2018. There's actually a lot of things that I learned this year that really transformed my business. So this was kind of a hard exercise for me, but I wanted to really synthesize it down into the biggest things that really made a massive difference for me this year. And this year is this, well, this past year, it's 2019 now, but um, this year, this past year of 2018, was over double what I made in 2017. And it was really a good year for us. And there was a lot of things that contributed to that, but it it was just hard to get it down to three. So anyways, I'm going to share. Let me dive right in. Uh, the very first thing that I wanted to share with you is that niching down and getting crazy specific with what I offer made things so much easier. So you've heard my story if you've been listening for a while about how I decided to go from teaching all professional photographers to just teaching personal brand photography and really creating my own niche, right? Nobody else is really focusing on this. Like, yes, there's other people doing it, but I've defined a new segment of my market and that has made everything so much easier. My messaging became super tight because I knew exactly who I was talking to. I had a very specific solution and I could address super specific problems that they were having with a very clear way to solve them. So even though my list, my email list that's specific to personal brand photography was way smaller than my other email list, which, you know, had any kind of photographer on it. I over doubled my income from the last year prior. And I swear my audience is so much more engaged now that I'm really specific and focused in on my niche. And 
here's the thing that I realized. The biggest thing was that, you know, I know a lot of stuff. Like I, I'm a chronic learner. I love to learn things. I absorb them. And I just absolutely love knowing how to do stuff, what works, what doesn't, looking at trends. Like <laughs> this morning, for example, my daughter, she wants to learn how to do animation. She's 10, but she, no, she 11. She's 11, not 10. Oh, can't keep track of how old my kids are. Too many of them. She's 11. She's highly creative and it would be awesome for her, but she cannot sit through like even a 10 minute YouTube video. So she's just like, mom, will you just learn it and teach me? Like, just give me the basics. Like things need to be so like clear for her and easy for her. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'd love to learn. I didn't have time to learn animation stuff, you know, but I started watching videos and getting into it and I had to like step away and say, no, 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 no. Like, like I can find the resource for her that will work for her because I know what, you know, really resonates with her. But it was very funny to me. Like I got all excited. I'm like, ooh, something new. I want to learn how to animate stuff. Like, ooh, I could do this, that, and the other. I have no, I should not be touching that stuff. Like I just, I love to learn. And so I learn all of these random things. And I, I feel like because I know all this stuff, I could help so many people. And I think many of us fall into the same trap as entrepreneurs because we know that we could be helping so many people even if they aren't, you know, in a little specific niche. And so we're tempted to do that. We think we can have a bigger impact by keeping our message more broad. But what happens is it waters down our message like, oh, yeah, we can help with marketing and sales and SEO and podcasting and you know, all the stuff, right? Because we had to learn it all ourselves to get going. Like when you're starting out, you don't have money to spend on help. You got to do it yourself until you start making some money and then you can leverage that. But um you're probably just because we can help so many people doesn't mean we should. And if we really want to have a successful business, if you really want things to become easy, it's so, so, so much more valuable to get really specific and really niche. And, you know, when I started my business, just focusing on the business side was niche at the time. Like most people were teaching how to shoot, how to do everything um, within the photography industry. But now it is not niche at all. It is anything but niche. It is super generic, you know, seven, eight years later, almost eight years later. Wow, that's crazy. And so looking, stepping back and saying, how can I really niche down? What can I become known for? And then going for it and pivoting everything into just talking about personal brand photography has changed. It's just so much easier now. Like I'm actually, here's the ironic part is I'm actually having a bigger impact on a greater number of people, even though as of right now, you know, my email list is not as big as it was before. Now it's growing. It's growing pretty fast because we're in a launch right now, which is great. But um, I just, I can't recommend enough that just because you can teach something or you could work with lots of people, it's actually going to, you're going to have less of an impact than if you got really super specific and really niched down and went after the kind of people that really light you up that you absolutely love working with in a very specific area 
area of your expertise. So niche down, don't be afraid to do that. It is by far one of the best things I did. And I believe that that is one of the main reasons that we had success. (laughs) There's a Jamieism for you. I believe it's one of the main reasons why we had such awesome success this past year in 2018. I keep saying this year, I'm still not used to it being 2019. All right, so um, there's lots of episodes earlier on in the podcast. If you haven't listened to them yet, definitely go back and listen. Uh, There's two different episodes where I talked about uh, finding my niche using Google and then really niching down and how there's another one that's how to get unstuck because it was kind of a two-step process to find what I really wanted to do in terms of niching down. And so um, definitely go back and listen. One of them's from uh, 12... December 26th. That's the episode. It's I think it's technically episode five. We'll link it in the show notes below. Um, start there if you want to hear more. All right. So the second big takeaway from 2018 is don't just build a sales funnel, build a movement. Okay. So one of the things that I read, and I, all right, I'm kind of cheating a little bit, but I read this back, I think in 2017. Maybe it was early 2018, but it was the book Start With Why. It's by Simon Sinek, and it was a huge like aha moment for me when I was reading that about how to connect with other people. I highly recommend it. If you haven't read it yet, I'll link to it in the show notes. You should pick up a copy um, either on Amazon or if you're like me on Audible. I'm totally an audio person because I can listen when I drive or when I'm doing stuff or like quilting at home or something. I love it. So definitely read that book or listen to that book. It was phenomenal. And what I've found that doesn't really talk about funnels, but that traditional market marketing as we know it online, which it's not that old, you know, it's maybe 20 years old at this point. And it keeps evolving a lot really fast on the internet, but I just don't think it's quite enough. Like you can have it all built out technically and you can do the copywriting, but when you go from just like good copywriting and a sales funnel to really trying to create genuine connection and drawing your audience into something bigger, like giving them a purpose behind what they're doing and why, and then you connect your product to it, like the more powerful it's going to be. When you take a stand and you draw a line in the sand and you say, these are my people and we are against this, like, man, people flock to you. The right people flock to you. People also run from you and they yell at you because if they don't agree with that, they get a little heated sometimes, but that's okay. You can still draw that line in the sand and still be really respectful. But by having those morals, by by having a bigger purpose behind your business and by really growing a culture and a movement, people become so, so deeply engaged with you and what you're doing. So even though I didn't start this podcast till the end of the year, I've seen the loyalty and engagement and just love for my business go up so much this year. Like the number of people who are evangelists for what I do. I mean, like truly who anytime I launch, they're there. They're talking about how awesome it is and how everyone should take it. I have never seen that kind of activity in my business before now. And a huge part of it is because of how I took a stand and, um, really called them to something bigger than just buying a product or a solution. I called them into this new movement, this new niche, and it's been really fun. Not only that, but it's been way more satisfying because 
you really feel like you're making a real change in the world. Um, you know, I'm calling people to not just like do this niche, but I'm calling them to be amazing entrepreneurs who treat their clients well, who don't do any shady practices, who don't make excuses. Like I have a really high set of ethics that I have called my photographers to have as well and encouraged them to have and challenged them to have. And I've really focused on creating this community of people who help each other instead of undercut each other. And I have zero tolerance for undercutting and for snarkiness and trolls and, you know, and that has been so so valuable in building this culture and this movement. And it's so satisfying. And ironically, not only is it more satisfying, but it's more profitable as well. Like, I did it because yes, I really like wanted I wanted to make money, let's be honest, but I really cared about making a difference. Like at this point in my life, our bills were covered, you know, even on our quote unquote low years, you know, we were still living really well. It's definitely first world issue stuff. But knowing that I can call people to something more is so fulfilling. And I know that you can have that fulfillment as well. So the other thing that kind of played into this is um, I found that there's real power in shared experiences. I read a book called The Power of Moments by Heath and Heath. It's phenomenal. And it talks about how to create those moments that really stick with you and how creating shared experiences really connect people into a strong community. And so I'll tell you more about some of the shared experiences that I've done in my business. In fact, I'm leading up to one of them. Actually, when this podcast goes live, I either am in the middle of it or just finish it. And I will tell you more about that later. But what I wanted to finish with is this whole podcast idea came out of this idea of building a movement. And it's all about sharing how I'm trying to do this. I want to build more. I mean, our personal brands are like us leading a movement. Like, yes, they're going to be profitable. But if we really want it to be strong, and we really want to have people following us, we need to have more than just you know, some sales funnel. And I love Russell Brunson. So if you're listening to this, well, one, thank you. I'm shocked. That's awesome. But there's so much more than just the funnel itself. And he does talk about that. So that's great. And actually, I learned a lot of it from Russell. So I'm not knocking Russell by any means. I'm super thankful for what he's taught me in this. His um, Expert Secrets book talks a lot about uh, building a culture and drawing a line in the sand. And so you can read that as well if you want to learn more about doing that. But um, I really want to take you into more of the very moments that helped me define my personal brand because during many of them, I grabbed my microphone and started recording and share more of those with you because focusing on building a movement and something so much bigger than just a sales funnel or selling a product has transformed everything. And it's so fun. It's so fun to have all these excited people and to really just really see how it's changing lives. It's just, it's phenomenal. So, all right. So the third takeaway from 2018 that I wanted to share with you is that what got you here will not get you there. Now, let me explain what I mean from that. And I've heard this from a couple different people, and I tried to find the origin of who said this first, because I've heard this quote a lot lately um, from James Wedmore. I've heard it from a couple other people online, but I couldn't figure out exactly who coined this phrase. But the idea is that when we're first starting our businesses, we have to do most of the stuff ourselves, and we have to learn it and 
take ownership of all of it and really figure out how to do everything until we grow to a certain point. And then at that point, we've got more money than we have time. And to really get beyond that point, we have to stop doing it all ourselves. And so like the thing that got us to where we are and really gets you to a certain amount of success is actually going to hinder you from growth unless you're willing to change. I don't feel like I explained that super succinctly, but hopefully you got the gist of that. But what I found was that I had to be willing to transform myself in order to keep moving forward in my business. Now, I had had quite a bit of success in part because I put automation in place. I've been using Entreport since 2013. And I swear Entreport is what enabled me to have three different babies and go on maternity leave and move to a totally different state without completely having my business go under because that's a lot of time away from my business. And if when I was the only one basically doing it, I had one VA helping with support. But it was just, it was crazy. And Without that, it just, things would not have gotten done. But I knew that if I wanted to grow from where I was, that I had kind of plateaued. And even with niching down, even with building a movement, in order to really have the growth and the impact, which is even more important to me than the growth, but to have that impact on people in the way that I wanted to have that impact and to create the experience that I wanted to create for my students and for the people in my audience, I needed to let go of doing it all myself. Now, again, if you've listened to my story, you know that I tried to grow a team in the past and that I failed miserably. And so if not, you can you can listen to the first few episodes of this podcast and hear where I went through all of that. So I was hesitant, like literally in the middle of January of 2018, I had just fired my customer service person because she was... She was doing things like not canceling payment plans when people were canceling their memberships. And so people kept getting charged and like, it was awful. It was a mess. And in part, that was my fault because I didn't have good processes in place. And anyways, I won't go into all of that. That's a story for another day. But I was just like, I'm just going to do it myself. And then I'm like, I just, I realized, I knew I just couldn't do it myself anymore. Like I, I just, in prayer and just really knowing that like what I'm called to is so much bigger than what I was at, like it wouldn't have been right to just settle where I was, um, made me say, okay, well, if I'm really going to do this, I can't put more time into it. Like I have zero extra time to add to my business. I'm using every available moment because I homeschool my kids. You know, I've, I've got a husband that I love and like to spend time with. I'm uh, trying to actually work out once in a while because I'm not, <laughs> I don't like to work out generally speaking. And it's, I need to do that, especially being in front of a computer so much and just life in general. Like I don't have, I can't be on my computer 12 hours a day. I can't even always be on my computer eight hours a day. And so if I wanted to grow and if I really wanted to reach the goals I wanted to reach, I had to grow a team and not just grow a team, but I needed to transform how I ran that team and who I was to really lead them well. Uh, it was super uncomfortable, definitely worth it. Uh, finally embraced that CEO like identity. I think I never really thought of myself as that. And I had to reverse my priorities completely. And I'll share more about that soon. Actually, I have two episodes coming up about these very issues because they're so important that I really want to dig deep into them. But what I know is that 
if I hadn't made this shift, I would not be where I am today. And that I feel very strongly that who I am now is not who I'm going to be even a year from now. Now, my personality is still going to be the same. And, you know, it's not like I'm going to ditch my family or whatever else. And I'm still going to love quilting and all this stuff. But the way that I operate and really function in life and the way that I lead my team is going to have to shift. I'm going to have to continue developing as a leader. And that's scary and it's uncomfortable, but it's absolutely necessary. So we'll talk more about that coming up. So, all right. So the big three takeaways, niche down, get super specific and don't be afraid to focus on a tiny subset of people um, because everything becomes so much easier. Two, don't just build a sales funnel, build a movement. Really bring a greater purpose into your business and, um, you know, wrap that around your products and really care about making a difference in the lives of the people who are with you. And it's just so much more powerful, so much more impact and so much more profitable, which is cool. And then three, uh, be willing to transform yourself and who you are in order to keep growing. Remember that what got you here will not get you where you want to get. Like if you've reached that plateau in your business, you're feeling it. Like you just, the thought of doing more is overwhelming and you don't know how you're doing it. And if you, if you feel like nobody else can do what you do as well as you can do it, you got to let go of that. That's a limiting belief and it's not true. And Maybe they wouldn't do it exactly how you do it, but there are people out there. And so those are the big three takeaways. I do have a bonus takeaway too that I had to add a fourth one. I couldn't help it. I don't like to add a fourth one. I'll tell you more about this as well later. But the other big thing that it's not a tactic so much, but the biggest takeaway, like this bonus takeaway was that story is everything. Like I knew story was important, but it really came into clear focus this year for me. And I'm not just talking like sharing stories in your marketing, but you know, we've got marketing stories, branding stories, but also our client stories are so valuable. And the stories we tell ourselves are so huge in how successful we're going to allow ourselves to be. And people just connect so strongly through stories. So I'm thinking constantly about how I can continually be bringing story into my business more and more. So you're going to hear a lot more episodes about that coming up very soon as well. So what are your biggest takeaways from 2018? I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode on your phone or on your computer and then share it on Instagram with your personal biggest takeaways from 2018 and use the hashtag personal brand journey so we can all learn from each other so that I can actually see your greatest takeaways and learn something from you as well because I am a full believer that doing everything in community is just so much better and that I have so much to learn from you and I really want to hear it. So I would love to hear your takeaways. So post those on Instagram. And while you're at it, if you want to hear me dive into these topics even more in the upcoming episodes, definitely make sure to take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so that you're always notified when an episode arrives. Right now we're publishing them on Sundays and Wednesdays. So you can always expect a new episode on those dates. And if you haven't yet, if you could take a moment to leave a review, I would really appreciate that. We've got about 13 reviews as of right now from around the world, nine in the U.S., four of them around the the rest of the world. 
I would love to see more. Be honest with me, and I'll be reading each and every one of those reviews. If you've got suggestions of things you'd like to hear um, or the things that you really love that you want to see me do more of, I would just love to hear it. I really appreciate it. So with that, I will see you in the next episode. Bye, friend. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is gettheprivatepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.